Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Headset. (laughs) Beautiful. Welcome to the big show. Uh, You know, so much to talk about on a Monday. Uh, Syracuse University football. Do we have a quarterback controversy on our hands? Um, Paulie says no. I say that there's a lot of attention being given to uh, what's going on there right now under the center. And we will talk about that today. But uh, let's go right into um, going to the Syracuse game. I got big dogged. I got big dogged by the great Ed Levine. By the big dog. By the big dog himself. You want me to tell you the story? Sure. I'd love to hear this. So The views expressed in this story are those of Daniel Baldwin and no one else. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I go into uh, uh, the suite, which uh, he so generously allows us to pop in and get a sandwich or do whatever and say hi and see the game from... How the big men, how, how, the, how the real players see it, you know, in the glass booth with a person serving you food and cocktails, and it's lovely. Uh, and I get in there, and Ed is talking to uh, to this woman. I guess he, unbeknownst to me, he's known her for quite some time. And uh, I I turn around, and I, I walk over to him, and he goes, hey, Daniel, so I can see her facing me. And he, he's obviously telling her Daniel Baldwin, Boa, a member of the Baldwin family. And she looks up over her shoulder and she goes, oh, my God, yeah, he looks, she says loud, you know. He looks just like an, yeah, yeah, he works over here at the station. So I go on Twitter because the Lebitard Show has put out um, a, uh, a poll. Um, is the Daniel Baldwin, uh, is uh, the Nostra Daniel Quatrain gig uh, the funniest and best thing in in all of sports radio, and which skip, clearly it is. Well, I don't know yet. The, the poll's still out there, okay. uh, but it's it's getting a huge response. So I saw the night the, the day before it was getting a lot of play that you know Friday evening. Now I look down and it's trending on Twitter. It's like number eight of ten trending nationally. So I'm really excited about that. So I, I wait to see if there's going to be a break in the action. Him talking to this woman. And, uh, and and I lean and I say, excuse me. I say, hey, man, I got to tell you something. He goes, hey, I'm in the middle of talking to somebody who's an old friend of mine, okay? Do you, uh, can you let me finish, please? <laughs> you know, hey, hey, Wang, it's a parking lot, all right? <laughs> you know, he, he pretty much stiff arms me and proceeds to go back to. And, and I'm standing there and I feel like, you know, the kid that just got smacked in the hand reaching into the candy jar. I thought it was, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to remember the last time ESPN Radio was was trending on uh, on Twitter nationally. Uh, let me think. Well, there was no. And then, oh, well, no. No, never. It's never been trending before on, on, on Twitter. So uh, maybe I, I was a little too excited. But anyway, I got the I got the uh, the proverbial, per, per, what am I looking for? Proverbial uh, stiff arm. But by, you're telling uh, me that your sister Beth went 5-0 and oh yesterday? Well, that's other news. So Colin Coward goes 3-1 and one and he has the Giants tonight. He cannot catch us because we went five and zero on shoe size. Uh, we're five and zero, and the quatrain was right on. I mean, it just it just we crushed it. We crushed it. We crushed it. Nobody could figure out. Ugh. 
Sorry. <laughs> well, again, now you're getting there, it from has, Bali. To, Holy there has to be something. Well, this is this is an Ed Minion. You know, <laughs> this is an Ed Minion. He's in here to snipe the show. I'm a mole. He is. He's he is a mole. The mole. He is the mole. He's yeah. no doubt the mole. Does my uh, mic sound funny? All of my mics sound funny for some reason. Really? Are we? Are Mine we, does too. Okay. How long and how hard? I I, I need. So so there's there's other things. I'm meeting with the great one on Wednesday. He has carved out uh, a lunch uh, schedule for me from his very busy schedule. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, where we go with the show, uh, advancing uh, perhaps into a second hour, um, the inclusion of other celebrities, uh, and the potential move to uh, um, another room here. And I'm sure that or it could be Ed saying, you're fired. So. Ooh. So, you know, you never know. You know it's always oh, a roll of the dice. I've gotten the stiff arm before. I could get, you know, uh, the double team. I could get the, you know, the block down, just beat down. So who knows? But uh, um, we've got a few things. Uh, Alec will be calling my brother Alec at 1030 to make a huge announcement on this show. Huge announcement. Okay. I'll make sure uh, we tweet that out right now. I, I don't want to blow this, but I will be... Next week's guest on the Alec Baldwin show. Oh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's the announcement. Yeah. Wow, you might be canceled now because you prematurely leaked that information. <laughs> and uh, you know, you don't want to get on his wrong side, boy. He's just whew, he's rough. Joe Salzone staying in the studio. Joe, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. How was yours? You know, I, I it was a busy weekend. I had to play in a so so. This is classic. So I should have brought the trophy in. I saw the photo of it. Yeah, I I, I tweeted out and I, and I put out a photo. So I go down. This is this is when God intervenes in your life and tells you, you know, here's the way it's going to go. I'm going to plan it for you. So I go to the iPhone 10. Uh, I'm in the I'm in the AT AT. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> your phone is ringing, and I'm reverbing or something. There we go. There That's we go. why what we all that? sounded funny. What, what was that? that? Somebody had the board in air sound. Yeah. Oh, all right. Go okay. On. Good. Well, I'm glad we're back. I'm. Airy enough sounding. Um, so I, I, my my mother has this breast cancer research fund here in central New York, and they have some smaller events that they do along with a very big golf tournament and a gala. Um, and so this this basketball thing comes up. Will I go to Auburn and will I go play in a basketball tournament? So I assume, dangerously to make these stupid assumptions, that this is a three-on-three half-court basketball event. Well, no, it wasn't. It's a five-on-five full-court run after a bunch of crazy 25-year-olds. Who was on your team? So I go in to get the iPhone 10, and I see this guy, Donnie, who I play basketball with at the Y, mm -hmm. a very good basketball player, and the guys he plays with. So I go, okay, let's get Donnie and a couple of his friends to show up on my team. So he comes down with three guys. One guy who in practice is dunking with either hand, reverse dunking. I mean, it was just... So there's only four teams. There's my team, the grade team. There's the blue team, and the blue team was a good team. They were mm -hmm. they were good good guys. Um, you know, some of them could have easily played in college, and and uh, and they're a good basketball team. Well, one guy on the blue team were playing the red team, which was you know Spaz and the rest of the guys from camp. All right. And the other team, you know, the the yellow team had a very limited skill set, uh, and so we were obviously going both of us to advance to the finals. So the blue team plays, and they've got a seven year old girl on their team. Oh, so they send the seven-year-old girl, and we're kind of these guys are winning the game at the time, mm -hmm. fifty-two to six, I believe the score was. Okay, so they're just you know, but they're not running into them and driving on them. They're you know, they they could have been winning a hundred to six if they wanted to, but the girl goes into the paint with the ball, and the guy doesn't try to block her shot, but he stands up at six-one and puts his hands up in between her and the basket. And I looked, uh, I yelled, I go, "Are you kidding me?" 
And let her shoot. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. She's seven. Yeah. And so, you're up by 50 or something right, like that. Right. So they come down the court again. They score. They go back down the court. They give The guys on the team are giving the ball to her in an attempt to let her score. And he stands in between her and the basket, and he puts his hands up. And I went, why don't you block her shot? You know, like, like mm-hmm. and so... I walk, you know, he's mouthing off to me. I'm mouthing off to him. I walk over to their bench, and he's telling me, "You need to get out of my face, pal. You need to not tell me." And I'm like, "You got to be kidding me! It's a seven-year-old girl in a charity basketball game. Just let her shoot." So we take the court against this the yellow team now, and we never defended them once. We just mm-hmm. let them drive, let them do whatever they wanted. At one point, they were beating us like nine to five. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> so we end up beating them by six. We kept it close and, 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 and advanced against the blue team. And we played the blue team. We inbound them. We're only up there good. We only and our and our center who could dunk breaks his ankle one minute into the game. Comes down with a rebound, hits a kid's foot, and snaps it. So we take him off the court. Now suddenly, our six players, I have to play. So I have to go in and replace him. Let me tell you something. Playing full court against a team of 10 that's substituting, I was shot. I was absolutely yeah. shot. We They tie it on a buzzer beater, and we go into overtime and beat them in overtime and bring home the gold. Holy cow. Yeah, but I'm How hurt. come they gave you? Did everybody get a trophy, or do you have the trophy? I have the team trophy. Wow. I have the team trophy. Team Baldwin. And then that led to you coming to the Dome for the listener so, kick. So, so I play the basketball game. I'm hurting. I change, sweat it out in, in the car, no shower. Go to the... Maybe that's why Ed threw me out. I smelled. <laughs> threw me, you always threw smell. me out. I always smell? Well, I use quality colognes you gotta, and perfumes. Yeah, you got a good cologne. Yeah, you smell um, great. So, <laughs> God. It's, it's like a multi-personality. This is getting thing. uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. Touch me. Um, I follow so, you around like a cartoon hobo <laughs> smelling an apple pie in the window. I float <laughs> behind you. So I can, <laughs> cartoon hobo. So I get to the game. I go up to the booth. I get big dog stiffed arm by Ed. So I, I take my kids and I leave. I'm uncomfortable in the booth. I leave. Um, and I go down to uh, section 107 where I'm supposed to meet, I think, Polly. And then I'm told that it's Seth. So I'm, I'm walking around getting re- getting texts from Seth. Hey, where are you? I'm like, I'm standing in front of the place I'm supposed to be with my kids. Seth is ge- at the same time giving me a panic attack because he's texting everybody. Where's this person? Where's this person? Where-? And I'm like, just relax and give it time and then he's like the winner's not here that's supposed to kick the i go well i told you to bring his phone number with you to have it oh no no i didn't i must have to get it from someone else so it's just a cluster f so which I, isn't actually a cluster f it's just seth having a panic attack well i well so i see seth and uh he goes okay but well, we're talking a little bit and there, and it's right buy one of those Syracuse University stores that you can buy, you know, sweats and different stuff. So I've got Finn with me, my daughter, and I say, he goes, I, you know, the, the contestant's not here, and he's saying he was here, and then he was left, and he was going to come at the end of halftime. I go, okay, well, I suggest you get a hold of this guy and let him know that we're going to walk down the field. I go, how much time do we have? He goes, you know, we're still, you know, 10 minutes away. I said, okay, well, I'm going in the store. I go in the store. I come out, they still don't, I've, I've purchased stuff and I've tried stuff on, you know, watched the half inning of baseball, whatever I did. Quite a bit of time has gone by and I come out and, uh, and Seth's still standing there and he's, he's, uh, he's Felix Unger nervous about stuff. You know, he gets like all kind of tweaky and um, I would have paid, I would have paid a lot of money to have seen this guy make this field goal. It was the third week in a row or the third time in a row that I watched this kick and I mean, it, it's not even close. I mean, they're terrible. 
They're terrible contestants. As soon as he put the ball on the tee, Park looks at me and he goes, he's got the ball tilted too much. He's going to miss the kick. Right. He's got the ball tilted like he's trying to you know, bunt it straight up in the air or something. I'm looking at it going, you want to straighten that ball out so it's sitting almost straight up, maybe tilted a little bit back to give it some elevation. But he had it tilted all the way back. He couldn't even fit his foot under it. it and like didn't a- they have the wrong radio station? Thank, thank you, Joshua. Yes, they put the wrong station up on the, on the screen. What, what, they put uh, our sister station, TK99, up. And then we wrote a script for him. To oh, read. that's a Lisa Plant. I think Lisa scheduled. Oh, Ooh, that could be. Again. And then we wrote a script for them to read. And they didn't read it. It was just Lisa out there ad-libbing, like, "Hey, and there's Nick from the sales staff." <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, I would say that yeah, it was not the epitome of organization, you know. Um, but but let's expand on this thing for a second. Now, you want to see exciting, I, and I noticed they ushered us off like there was a lot going on that anyone was going to, is there other baton twirling contests Yeah, the band had to get out there and stuff. Okay. Because I think if you took, you know, Axe, Park, myself, and Josh, and put the ball there, and we each had to kick a ball, and then you get to go back five yards, the place would go crazy to see that. Are you sticking it? I can go about 45 out, yeah. You can't kick you a 45-yard You're going field 45 out? Yeah, clean. Clean. That's a clean kick. Yeah. 45 out. You <laughs> can kick a 45. I will give you $100 if you can kick a 45 yard. Listen, that was like Tita? me giving you a million. So. <laughs> so, that's four so, weeks paid for you. So, <laughs> so, wait, so I think we start at the 20 and we did what he and do what he did. And you've got to hit the thing to advance. Uh, you know, probably, probably two guys are going out anyway. I think you got to put Seth in this too. Uh, oh my! But, I would pay a hundred dollars to watch Seth kick a, a ball. Now. I thought we said celebrity. Is Seth qualified? <laughs> yeah, Does Seth qualifies celebrity. He's on every every show and every commercial on this station. He's... Now, now he does a show with Infante. Yeah. And 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 so would Infante come out? And no, because he might hurt himself, and then he's got a cast on TV. He's got excuses. He does. He's he's uh he's is and he played college basketball, didn't he's he? He's very delicate. He's the nicest guy though. I like talking he's to him. He's a sweetheart, he's, yeah. He's a really nice man. Uh but we gotta get him off the you know, the peanut brittle. He's got he's gotta get out there and do things. How about we uh take a break, we come back, we talk quarterback controversy and then the big announcement. Why don't we come back and do so what? Or do you wanna put Alec in on so what? We could do Alec in on so. Uh, that always stresses me out. Okay, we'll do so. Stress you out when Alec's on so what? Yes. I'm making an executive Why? decision here. All right, you As go producer ahead. of the show, we wow. need to talk about the quarterback controversy next. All right, we'll, we'll do, do so what last segment. We'll do it. Good. Hey now. Oh, you didn't point this at me. Is the Daniel Baldwin show? Point at me. Point at me, baby. Hey now. The average white band. Strong choice. Thank you. Yeah, very strong. Uh, so Alec is calling in, and uh, in a few minutes we're going to do a short segment. How do you not think, Pauly, that there's at, at least the rumblings of a quarterback controversy here at Syracuse? Because I look at the whole picture of what Dungy's done. I knew you done. would be the one guy. You'd yeah. be the one guy who's like, no, we're going to stick with Dungy. Dungy's won a lot of games here, guys. And he's also started to suck, so sometimes things change. How has he started to suck? He had a bad game? A well, couple of games. And he gets hurt. Well, let, let's take a look. Let's take a look. So, you're the head coach at, at any university state, okay? And you also uh, supported um, 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 what's his name down in Clemson, Dabo. Dabo, with his decision to sit Kelly 
and make a choice to, and your words were similar to what the words that the Clemson University staff were and Sweeney himself when he said, I want to give my university the best opportunity to win, and this guy is. And I predicted he would get hurt. I went down there. It happened, and he had a freshman who ended up pulling it off. With that said, I also agree that Dungy has stuck it out. Um, Lake Oswego kid from Oregon. I watched him play when he was in high school. Uh, he's a good quarterback, and he has stuck it out here. But I will say, when it comes to throwing the ball, um, they're two different uh, entities. It's very similar to what happened in Clemson. Kelly was more of a threat to run the ball, but he wasn't a standard dropback quarterback who had a gun. Um, I think DeVito throws the ball better right now than Dungy does. I think you also have to look at who they're playing and what you're trying to exploit against that team. And so the question becomes not so much is it right or wrong to start DeVito over Dungy, is which team gives you a better opportunity to win against a nationally ranked team in NC State at home at the Dome. And for you to say you don't think there's a controversy, well, no, there's there's people talking about it right now. Headline but, uh, from today, Syracuse football, Dino Babers should start Tommy DeVito against NC, NC State. See, but it's not, it's a, if it, the coaching staff probably has their mind made up already. So it's not a controversy if the fans are talking about it. It's a controversy if the court, if the coaches don't know what they're going to do. What I think happens, I think you are right. I do not think that he starts DeVito. Should he? That's for debate. I don't think he does because Babers has this weird loyalty to Eric Dungy. No, you don't know that. You just I do. You watch but, his press conference. He never references DeVito by name. He says we brought in the other guy. When I, anytime I talk to him, he just calls him the backup quarterback. I don't know what his thing is with DeVito. Both, That's De, DeVito played five good minutes of football. It, like he could come out and play like he did against uh, West, the other Western team, Michigan. Everybody we're playing has figured out how to play against Eric Dungy. They see that he's going to run. He's going to try to get a couple of yards, and they set up plays against that garbage. I'm just saying they've. <laughs> why can't we swap quarterbacks? Well, you might throughout see the game? you might see more of DeVito, but I I don't think that at this point in his career he's the better option right now. Maybe well, maybe in a couple games we can make that decision, but everybody's got this, oh, he played great for five minutes boner right now, and they want to ride it so out. So let's say Saturday night, you're, it's a 7 o'clock game. Is it on ESPN or is it on? It's yes, on the, ESPN too. Yep, the deuce. So it's on the deuce. Does Babers say, all right, I want to be, I want to help Dungy out and get him some TV time? I think he's still a draftable quarterback. I think he's still going to do then fine. If he's a draftable quarterback, he should be playing for you. But what? But what if? Well, say they're down by two touchdowns. Well, then yeah, you might make a choice. Well, I, I see, and I think when you look at why the uh, there could be a controversy, it has to do more with the opponent than it does. Um, you're talking about a team that's ranked number twenty three in the nation right now. We're talking about uh, whether or not starting one quarterback gives them a better chance at winning this game. So. You know, when we look down the schedule, I think we can all say Syracuse is now one five. They're going to be bowl eligible. They're going to beat Louisville. Five and one. They're going to they're going to beat they're going to beat somebody. Well, they're also going to probably lose a couple games in this. There, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to fare well against Notre Dame. Um, I think uh, they should be careful about Boston College. That's no longer the game. I think that they can win if their if their running back is in the game. They pound the ball, and we have not been able to to defend against the run. Um, so, with that said. What we're looking at is a definite win in Louisville, but but we can beat. Listen, NC State is ranked number twenty three. They were undefeated before they ran into Clemson, which again we we were also. 
Um, so we could easily be right up there around 25, 27, whatever it is. So the winner of this game, if we win this game against NC State, are we ranked in the top 25? I think we are. Uh, I don't know. I think we're I don't ranked think in the so. top 25. And well, well, we have the same exact record. We lost to the same team, and we were much closer against them than NC State was. NC State got blown out by, by Clemson. So... You know, I, I I disagree. I think that we sneak into twenty five, twenty four. I think we get a little bit more attention because we beat a, a ranked opponent. Um, you know, and I think everyone expects us to lose to Notre Dame anyway. So if we play even decent against them, the only good game Notre Dame has had all year is against my alma mater, Ball State, when they took them, you know, to to the last two minutes at a twenty four sixteen game. And I called that. I said, "Listen, this is going to be a lot closer than you think." But what's your opinion? Do you, do they need to start Devito, or does he? Still, stick if you with say Dungy. they should start Devito, I'm going to okay, freak so, out so, because so, you, you so were hang Mr. On a second. Dungy's hang on, on the Heisman watch hang list all season. Hang on a second. No, no. I don't, here's what I'm going to say. I don't think that they should start Devito. I think that the easiest thing to do, and I also don't think they should wait until late in the fourth quarter to get us back in the game. I think that they each have their skill set. I think you start him, but I don't mind having a platoon system like Clemson did with Kelly and. Uh, uh, and and the kid that they have now, so I, I don't I don't think that it's a bad idea to platoon them, you know, or situation them, you know, when we're in third and long, you know, and Dungey's not throwing the ball as well. Bring Devito in. I don't have a problem with that. Good. Let's Good go to break. I'm so excited. It's time for. Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't. Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. You understand me? Daniel Baldwin Show. He's calling. Hey, now. We're back. And there it is. Right after I played the open. Right after I don't think anybody will complain. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to complain. You want to answer the phone? Well, it's got to go through Neil first. You want to answer the phone? He's there. Everybody calm down. Wow. Is this this the big man? It's I. It is. (laughs) No, I remember Remember, try to keep in mind, this is your show. You are the big man. You're the big man. Well, I realize that as long as I as long as long I can refer to others around me and share my bigness, I'm all right with that. Keep your bigness to yourself. Um, you are. The, uh, you're the big man. I'm bigness. You're bigness. Yeah. We used to do this thing. Uh, um, we used to go, Big Al, Big Al. That, that like, like all the people around the world in multi-languages would scream for his bigness. Because he was so big. Well, don't yeah, don't 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 say that the wrong way. Scream for his bigness. <laughs> sounds weird. Yeah, yeah. That sounds so, weird. That sounds unfortunate. So I so I I told the boys <laughs> some of the things we were talking about uh, um, via uh, FaceTime on the way to work today, and um, I'm going to give you the honors, man. I'm going to give you the honors to make this astounding uh, and revolutionary announcement. Long I think not, not about you know help you guys. I mean, I enjoy doing this. I mean, I think it's a great balance. It's, uh, 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 would you just call my wife and I tell her I'm going to be on doing it? Um, you know, you, you know, I don't say to help you because I mean it's it, it's going to hurt you as much as help you. You probably have a real kind of lunch pail bread and butter crowd there, you know, and if uh, you know, who knows if uh, you know, I mean, in politics and people's opinions always muddy all these things. So I'm never going to think going to help you, you know. But I have fun doing this with you guys, and if I can come on on a regular basis, that'd be great. Let's do it. 
So we're talking about. So I, I said, you know, my. I may kill the show though. You might be. You guys might be better off without me. You never know. No, my we, life will never be better up without you, Mr. Baldwin. You, listen, Mo. You and I. You, you, Mo. I'm going to say this, and I never say this. Other people say this, and again, this may hurt as much as it helps. This may really actually be a curse I put on you. But Mo, you're the fifth Baldwin brother. Let's say. Wow! It. Wow. wow! Wow! You're the fifth Baldwin brother, Mo. That's wow. it. You're in the club. It's you, Mo. You are. We've seen a lot of guys come and go. We thought, you know, maybe. And then we're like, nah, nah, yeah. nah. It's you, Mo. Yeah, Joe Montana <laughs> almost got in. Alec uh, Baldwin, Daniel Baldwin, Billy yeah. Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin, Mo Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, Mo. <laughs> so so, so I, I, I had to so turn Let's be clear, Mo. We adopted you. You're not really a brother. You're, <laughs> you're our adopted brother. Which is a classic thing. No, 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 you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hear this. This is a great story. So we're in the car. My father would take us. We'd go to church. We'd run down to Tobey Beach on Sundays. My father had this giant pan and he made bacon and eggs. We had breakfast on the beach and we roll into Brooklyn to go see his parents. And so my brother, Billy, for some reason, much more than all of us, gets super, super tan. I mean, he gets brown, brown tan. And he turns around and my father goes, wow, Billy, you have the best tan. So Billy's, you know, five, six years old and he's smiling in the back and he goes, I have the best tan of anybody. So we used to, we used to destroy Billy and Stephen, Alec and I. And so Xander, we call him my brother Alec, he leans down and he goes, do you know why you have the best tan? Do you know why you're so much darker than the rest of us? You're not really our brother. We found you in, a, in, in, in like a basket on, on grandma and grandpa's pat porch one day. You're Puerto Rican. And you and you tan much more than we did. So the, it, from this was born calling Billy Rico, Ricky. We, that was his nickname for years. Right. Let's admit now they are back then in the sixties. What we would view now in hindsight is horrifically racist nickname. It was a stupid kind of underpinning of racism to the nicknames we had because of his complexion. But that that's okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe a story we won't put on the greatest hits album. Okay? <laughs> no, no. Did, did you have a problem? Uh, maybe one moving on. You, you, you keep cruising along in the harbor, then you kind of dip into these little, these little, uh, these little eddies here of like racism from our past. Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, what I didn't want to do was you to be solely responsible for the cancellation of the show. So I, I wanted to turn around and get a piece of that myself, you see. Uh, so so yeah. Alec asks me, he says, uh, he goes, yeah, I'll come on the show. He goes, you know, we'll get a camera hooked up here somehow, and I'll come on, and you guys put me on a screen so I can be seen on the show. And I came in all excited. I realized, yeah, we don't have a screen, so we, we have to get. You're going to have to come to Syracuse and stand in the window in our parking lot. <laughs> uh, That's classic. Do but, but we'll figure it out. I'll make it work. So we go, five and, on it. We go five and oh with uh, Beth's picks uh, over the weekend, by the way. Just tell me how that worked. Well, you know, we we were trending on Twitter with uh, a a poll that Lebetard Show put up: Is Noster Daniel the best thing in sports radio? And it, it got a resounding response. I think we were last I checked, sixty percent yes, forty percent no. But it got a huge, huge, huge response. So we were very happy about that. Um, and so, what day? What day do, do you want to do? Maybe do we pitch one day a week? Because we got to leave that day open for you because your your schedule is so crazy. Let's start slow. Let's like leave a day, <clears throat> try one day, and see if people. You know, maybe people love your show because it's just you. You know what I mean? It's you in the mold. You, know, you never you never know what works. Yeah, there's always, things work. There's always. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm not doing Daniel's radio. I'm just waiting to answer. 
Well, we have two Baldwins so, on the show already. Having a third Baldwin can't can do anything but help. So don't worry about yeah, that. No, no, well, maybe, maybe people love it. Listen, I'm being serious for a change here, mm -hmm. which is maybe your show works because it's just the way it is. People, people listen to something, and if you can build that listenership, I mean, if, if, if I have fun talking to you guys, and if we can work that out, great. If not, you know, maybe what you have is enough. I, I never... I never get a job and sit there and go, oh, my God, you're so lucky to have me. I mean, I, I never think that way. If, mm -hmm. if, if, if I come on and the thing works out okay, great. If it doesn't work, most things in the business don't work. When you launch a TV show and it doesn't work, that's normal. When you, launch, when you, when you release a movie, anything people do, you know, the world is, is we're up to our chin in content now, podcasts, uh, streaming TV, all the webisodes, everything. There's so much stuff out there. The marketplace is like, it's like, the, it's like a scene from the musical Oliver. What we need is a woman saying, who will buy my sweet red roses, you know? And it's like, it's a huge, bustling marketplace. And uh, I never assume something I'm going to do is going to, something that I do is going to work. And when it does work, I'm stunned. I'm stunned. Because most things don't work. It's tough to launch a show. It's very tough. Well, we should come up with something that we do consistently. Like perhaps... Uh, you know, we do a segment called the fifth Baldwin and we, we turn around, we, we debate something with Paulie or we do, you know, we should come up with an angle that, that, uh, is work, but you and I can work on that. And, and Paulie, of course, will have, I'm sure a hundred ideas of why all our ideas suck. So yeah, Paulie, Paulie is, he is the mole. You realize that, right? I mean, uh, besides to you, Paulie is, is definitely a subversive character who, who, uh, works with uh, the great Ed Levine to try to torpedo the show as much as possible. Well, I think that the other you do a segment called Brothers, or even Sisters. You do a segment called Siblings. And everybody calls in with their story about their Sandlot game. They're, you know, were they playing hockey in the street? Were they playing basketball, like my brothers, for like nine hours a day? And wiffle ball, cross-country skiing, you name it. Call into the show and share with us your story of your brothers and you, or your sisters and you, you know, your siblings, your neighborhood gang having their epic turkey bowl, their Stanley Cup, whatever their thing was, you know, on frozen water, on a pond. Guys saying, oh, we played hockey all day. Let's get people's reminiscences of their childhood sports uh, uh, careers. You know, that'd be a lot of fun. It'd be a lot of fun. You know, it's interesting. Something you sweet, you know what I mean? Something nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting you say that because I pitched to a guy at ESPN, you know how they do the 30 and 30s, and I wanted yeah. to do a 30 and 30 on the granddaddy, they call the Rose Bowl the granddaddy of all bowl games. And I said, you know, it's not really the granddaddy. The granddaddy is the turkey bowl. And if you ask any guy from Jim Kelly to Troy Aikman to, you know, all the great legendary quarterbacks, they all go, yeah, when I was a kid, I played in the Thanksgiving turkey bowl game with my family and my friends. So I thought it'd be interesting to reach out to some famous quarterbacks and get their stories of what their turkey balls were like and who they play with, and I wanted to do it as a thirty and thirty, and they shot it down. They didn't think it was. <laughs> they didn't think it was interesting. I think it's brilliant. I think it's. There you go, Mole. Fifth Baldwin. Fifth Baldwin. I should have thought of this angle to bring him around earlier. Thank you, Xander. Are you working out? <laughs> My wife is clomping around the house in her in her in her skates. She's going to go skating right now. She have roller skates. Roller on? skates, like. She, is that still a thing? I just my, uh, my kids just got roller skates. Uh, is it, is you it guys the, talk amongst yourselves. Hold on, I'll be right there. Hold is on. Is it the roller? <laughs> is it the roller blades or is it the roller skates? Are back? 
Well, she wouldn't be clomping around the house in roller blades. Oh, 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 maybe. No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say she's in roller skates, like four wheels. <laughs> no, my kids just got them. The skates? Skates for she got the four wheel roller skates. Their mother bought them roller skates, and so it's I very seventies, right? And I said to her, I go, you know, I can't really think of how they're going to use. That. I live on a farm, you know, in in, in central New York. I'm, I have a porch that's. 50 feet long, you know, it's concrete, but that's about it. You can't really roller skate unless you're on Are still rinks open? Yeah, we got one up in my neck. But there's two of them. There's Bayou up in Fulton. There's a, I think there's a, a skating play still a thing. Skating well, no, place but, but, was my... Oh, Black Mamba. Black Mamba's open over at the... But you're roller derbying up there, right? Oh, you're, I'm, we're going crazy. Oh, you're going crazy. Skating place was my high school, like, hangout. That place doesn't exist anymore. That was where you brought the... We the had chicks. Yeah, we had ice skating at at uh, uh, Marjorie Post. And the Park. couple skate and the reverse skate. Yeah, yeah, it was a pickup joint. We used to go there and the and the and the Marjorie Post Park pools. My mother would just take us up there, and she just opened the door and dropped us off. Uh, Alec and I were recently talking about Mr. Corso, who used to run the place. He was this little short, huge cannonball of a man with fingers that were like the size of my wrist. You know, he had these huge sausage fingers. And Xander and I were just talking, are you back? No, no, he was. He, no, this guy, he was a cannonball. Yeah. You've never seen a guy in your life who was, uh, the, the guy was, the guy looked like a mailbox. <laughs> like people would walk, people would walk up and they'd open his mouth and they'd put letters in his mouth. You know what I mean? It was like, he thought he was a mailbox. Uh, so wait, we're, we're debating. Are they four wheel skates or inline blades? Well, what are? Uh, on your wife. She's... Oh please! Don't even don't even go there. Anyway, go ahead. Finish talking about Tony. Okay, so I'm trying to I'm trying to Google a picture of uh, of Tony Corso so you can see no, Tony uh, Corso's what... just got a picture of himself on the internet from 1965. You know what? Someone's posted a picture of this guy. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to gamble that someone has a picture of him. No, I'm not <laughs> finding it. I'm dead wrong. <laughs> we got we got to take a break. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Zan, you gonna stick around? We're taking a break. Uh, yeah, sure. A couple more minutes. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back after this. This is the Daniel Go Baldwin right Show. Hey, now we're back. Got Alec on Did the you phone. Spark my brother up. Yep, he's here. Yeah. All right, big out. Yeah. We got the Giants uh, at home, or, or no, in on the a, road, on the road in Atlanta against the Falcons. The Giants are plus four points. Make your pick. <clears throat> Atlanta's going to win. Atlanta's going to win, but do they win by by more than four? Uh, yeah, I think they'll win. Big Al goes. Forrest, who do you take? I'm taking the Giants. I always pick Giants. the Giants. I, I take the, the Giants. Giants. <laughs> I love them. Who do you got, Josh? I'll take the Falcons plus four. Fa- Falcons minus, minus four. four. Minus four. Falcons minus four. Falcons minus four for Polly. I'm going Falcons minus four also. I'm the only one who's loyal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love I love the Giants, but they're just they're in a tailspin, man. They're in a Yeah, they're in trouble right now, and and uh, and it's going to fall on Eli's shoulders, I think, soon. People are uh, they're upset. They, they um, want more. So we have uh, Forrest draw the logos of each team. He drew the Giants, and Daniel, turn around and look at what he's done. Let me see. So Forrest, uh, our in-house artist and assistant on the show, wrote. G I A T S. He left out the N in Giants. <laughs> so, so he misspelled his the name of his favorite team. I was rushed and I forgot the N. <laughs> <laughs> that is classic. What are you up to today, Zan? 
Uh, I'm going to go uh, get some office work done. We moved into a new office quite a while ago, and we've yet to get it uh, uh, set up properly. So I'm going to go over there and get that place uh, ready to move into. We need to move into our well, we need to move into our new office, which is now our old office. We've done that quite a while. <laughs> anyway, cool. Uh, my best to you, fellas. Listen, let me know when you want to. Uh, Throw some ideas around off off mic. We'll, we'll talk. You, me, and Mole have a little conference call. Oh, I can't wait. Like I say, you guys, you want to know something? What you have on your own is fine. Don't forget that. You guys are great. You guys are great. Well, we love you making yourself available I to us. It means too. a lot. All right, Mole, my, Mole, my brother. Mole. <laughs> yes. My brother. All right, I'll talk to later, you later. bro. Ciao. Ciao. All right, bro. Ciao. Bye. Um, so, uh, I, I can't let this show end without us talking. I will go a little long. He spelled giants yeah, wrong. Yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> he definitely forgot to put the N for the Giants you know, logo. And, uh, and, and the great thing about it is, it's his favorite team. Yeah. Giants. Like he, he's got the, the, the Giants. Yeah. Wow. I like the Giants. Yeah. But, but see, and, and so, and from a production standpoint, to have a short clip of this going up there and the reveal, and you're about to tell him, yeah, no, no, see, I was right. <laughs> having him have to go up there on the speed run yeah. and having him do event I mean, gets you that kind of look goal. Look at the Falcon. I mean, that's it's not a boomerang. Yeah, with a take beat. away the guy. It's supposed to hit a, a boomerang <laughs> with a, like a bloody boomerang, like somebody had been <laughs> murdered with a boomerang. Yeah, no, it looks like the close-up of a prisoner's arm bending with a shank in his hand, and uh, he's getting ready to stab again with that blood splatter that's already on there. Uh, you must really, be great at the Rorschach test. I am, I am, I am, yeah, I scored the Rorschach test, and they said, yeah, he can't go to school here. He can't go to school here. There's no way he can come. All right. Um, we're out of here? You going now? Yeah, we're going. All right, we're out. We'll see you tomorrow.